Thanks, babe. What a wife. <laughs> She's amazing. <clears throat> Especially reading Facebook before we go to church. <laughs> when she first said it, hey, this is what I can see, babe. I said to her, you sure it's not a memory? <laughs> but it was for today. So this morning I want to be speaking about the fact that we need to be a courageous people during this time. We need to be a courageous people. Um, what is courage? Courage is the ability to do something that frightens you. So I don't know about you, but for me to phone somebody, I need courage. Really, I don't like phoning people. I'll speak to them, I'll chat with them. Voice notes are great, that makes it life easier. But when I have to phone someone because I don't know what their reaction is or what their face is telling me or, and you have to make a decision right now, I find it difficult to phone people. I really do, it takes courage, you can ask Patty. Um, often I'll say to her, I have to phone this person and 
she'll say, have you found that person? No, I'll find them later. Have you found that person? No, I'll find them later. <laughs> I'll, I'll phone them after this. No, then I'll phone them after that. I'll phone them tomorrow. I'm terrible when it comes to phoning. I just, I don't know what it is. Because it isn't something that should fr frighten you. Although I've seen Patty even slip into the thing of preferring voice notes to phoning people. Because we can't hear. Uh, that's because she can't hear in this ear so well. The one where she puts her phone. <laughs> oh, I've got to have courage to say that. <laughs> courage, the, the place that we live now. Courage is, able to, is being able to act on one's beliefs despite danger or disapproval. In the New Testament, they often had to do things that they knew would result in them maybe losing their life, losing family, whatever the case may be. Courage makes an effort to do something that frightens one. Courage enables us to overcome fear. Courage enables us to overcome fear. We can't, you cannot have fear and courage at the same time. You can only have one of those two things. You can either be walking in fear or you can be walking in courage. And I think that's a big thing for a lot of people uh, throughout the world these days. But uh, we're gonna, I'm going to skip that first scripture. I'm going to the second one, Joshua 1 and verse 2. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, all you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land, the land I'm about to give them to the Israelites. For me, the, sometimes the most important part of this chapter, we just gloss over it. He says, get ready. I want to say to you this morning, are you ready? For what Andrew spoke about this morning, are you ready for us to take the land? When we speak land, we're actually speaking of people, advancements uh, into people's lives. It was just wonderful. Patty went to go and uh, minister to a lady on Saturday, Friday night, Thursday night. And the lady gave her life to the Lord. Just like when she came home and told me, I just started crying. What the devil intended for us, God has turned around it and used it. Joshua Generation Church has gone over the like 6,500 people mark. We were sitting at about 4,000 when COVID started. So uh, God has used this thing incredibly. But we need to be those that are, are making ourselves ready. I want to tell you, I can... I can phone someone if I've thought through what I'm going to say, how I'm going to say it, when I'm going to say it, what, what I think their answer. If I can work through it and I've got it in my mind, then I can phone. And I believe that's how we can be courageous because we have got ourselves ready to do what God has asked us to do. During this time, this COVID time, I think a lot of people have allowed their godly disciplines to slip in their life. 
I'm not pointing fingers at you. I just know lots of Christians. They, they are not spending time in the Word. They, they're not spending time in prayer. At the most, which is the easiest, is they'll put a CD on and sing along. Guys, we've got to get ourselves ready. We are only ready when we are in the presence of God, when we're spending time in His Word, looking for direction, and then allowing Him to move us through His Spirit. We need to be prepared. Joshua 1, verses 5 to 9. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. No one will be able to stand against you if you are ready. Are you ready? I'm not putting it on you as a heavy today. I'm, I'm trusting that it's going to kickstart you today. It's like when I had, had my operation, this hot operation. The, the guys stand there at the end of the operation. Now, do we have to use this thing to kickstart or is this thing going to start on its own? Speaking of your heart. Fortunately, I wasn't, I didn't know what was going on, but anyway. They need to kickstart. They, they pumped me with adrenaline and doof, my heart started. Doof, doof, doof. I found out that I've got a strong heart. It's the veins that were the problem. Guys, you need to kickstart. I can't even tell you how to do it because you just got to do it. It's not like uh, prayer is just speaking to your father and reading the word. You must read it from this chapter to that chapter. No, just do it. What is God calling you? Just do it. We all know Nike. Just do it. Just begin to do it. Force yourself. This morning, Lord, I'm going to read one verse, but I'm going to expect you to talk to me. You know, sometimes we read too much of our Bible. We need to ask our Father, Father, won't you just speak to me in what I read today? Or I, 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 was, I was shocked when we watched Andrew on uh, speaking about his quiet time. You guys watched that, eh? I, I was shocked because he said he just goes anywhere in the Bible where if you I don't do that. I'm not like that. I start here and I read through. And I've been doing it for longer than he's been a Christian. So uh, it's, it's not about, oh, I've been a Christian longer, whatever. But God speaks to people differently. I'm a very organized type of person. I'm the people that work with me wouldn't say to her, like, I'll oh, cancel that and start that and do this. And, but in my walk with God, I really feel Christian discipline speaks of discipline. Disciples, that's where the word comes from. And we need to be those that if, if you can do the jumping around thing, it's fine. And I encourage you to do it. But I have to, I know I wake up, that's where I'm going this morning. That's what I'm going to read. And yes, after I've done my, the, the quiet time of worship, reading the words, uh, just allowing God's presence to, to uh, nourish my soul, I, I then I will think, oh, yeah, Lord, you're saying that to me. Let me go and see it. You're saying that to me. But for me, the thing, what Andrew does, I do do. I've got a lazy boy. 
And I got it for my 50th, and this year my 60th. Well, it was supposed to be my 60th. <laughs> Didn't happen, babe. Sorry, man. No, no party. The presents and that happened, but the party. Oh, you buy me a car. Oh, she's buying me a car. <laughs> you must tell everyone, yeah, because they'll think it was my idea. It was actually your idea. <laughs> so that she can have her own car. <laughs> Donnie just laughs at the two of us. But, folk, we need to be those that are getting ready. Whatever that means in your life, get ready. People say, oh, but that's legalistic. To no. Get ready. I'm not telling you what to do. Get ready. When you find yourself in this situation where somebody says, uh, tell me, how do, how, do I, uh, how do I surrender my life to Jesus? Can you do it? Can you do it? Can you speak to them? Can you speak it through them? Have you got a scripture in your pocket that you, that morning the Lord had spoken to you and given it to you and you're able to share it with them and it brings life? To be courageous, we need to get ready. So Joshua 1, 5-9, No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. You know what? When we're ready... We can take on anything. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. Be strong and courageous. You know what? I, I've always found this funny that he like, this thing is repeated a whole lot of times in this chapter. Be strong and courageous. Why is that, do you think? You think if he got it up front, he would have to say it again. I don't think so. He says, be strong. And then he, carry, he says, because you will lead these people to inherit the land. I swore to their ancestors to give them. Guys, if you're not courageous, you won't be able to lead others. If you are courageous, if you've got yourself ready and you are courageous, you will be able to take people into what God has got for them. Because people need to be led. Husbands need to lead their wife. Parents, moms and dads need to lead their children. All of us are called to lead. Every single one of us. When we're in our work situation, all of us need to lead. I want to tell you, when, when I went into Lou, Angie had got me in somehow because like, I thought I was okay, but Angie reckoned, no, you're not okay. So she squeezed me in between appointments to go and see Lou five years ago now. And uh, eventually I, Lou said to me, no, we, all this, this stuff's not good enough. We have to go and have an angiogram so we can see what is going on. So we went in and I'd had an angiogram before. So I was, I was looking to watch what was going on. And Lou came to me and he said, hey, look this way. Don't look that way. I'll do the looking over there. And then at the end of that, he came to me and he said, hey, Roland, it's too bad. I can't fix you with stents. You're going to have to have an operation. 
But in the time leading up to the operation from there, Lou was there at least two or three times a day. And he was feeding my courage. He was, you can do this, you're going to do this, you will do this. I said, okay, I will do it. <laughs> but he was, he was there, he encouraged me. He didn't come there crying like we had in the angiogram. That was finished. Now he was, hey, Roland, we're going to do this thing. It's, gonna, it's not going to be hard. You're going to be able to fly through this thing. If we want to lead people somewhere, Lou was leading me somewhere to the other side of the operation, we need to be those that are full of courage. And people that are full of courage speak courage into other people's lives. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous. So be strong and courageous is like, oh, that's not good enough. Be strong and very courageous. Where's this sort of language used in the Bible as well? John 15, when uh, Jesus is speaking about abiding in the vine. He says, abide in the vine and there will be fruit. Then he says, abide in the vine and there will be much fruit. Then he says, abide in the vine and there'll be long-lasting much fruit. He's trying to get it through. Hey, guys, come on. This is what we need to do. And it's the same here with the Lord, with Joshua. Come on, you need to be courageous. Yes, you've been courageous before, but you need to be very courageous now. I don't know why I put the lid back on. But you see, in this thing himself, before he can be courageous and lead others, he has to get himself ready. He has to be at the place, I can do this. I can do this. I don't know if you've ever had this, where, you, where you've got something that you want to do and you think, oh, I don't know if I'm going to cope with this. I don't know if I'm if I'm actually going to be able to do this. And then you say, no, come on, I can do this. I can do this. And then you know what? You get somebody, that, uh, a friend that comes alongside you and they know what you're going through and they say, come on, we can do this. So you're no longer on your own. You're actually with somebody else. So yeah, we see, it's, first of all, it's Joshua. Get ready, get the people ready. He says, now you be strong and courageous. Now he's saying, now you lead the people. Now you go together. You take them with you into what my Father has for them. How, how it says that you may do not, be careful to obey the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the left or the right, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Can you see here, he's already told him to get ready, but he's reinforcing it now, saying, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. Be strong and courageous. Again, do not be afraid. 
Do not be discouraged. So first of all, he says, be strong and courageous. Then he says, don't be discouraged. Don't be afraid. Having prepared this, I was watching the Springboks last night. Don't be afraid. You can do it. Even when we are losing, you can do it. If you don't do it, Rusty will do it next week for you. Hey, man, I'm so proud to be a South African yesterday. We don't even beat them. We hammered them. And as I said on the post, it took two sharks to score the trials. Mazola Mapimpi and Kanya Am. But you know what? You know what? When, when you're shouting for your country, provincial stuff is like, hey, forget, that's, that's bottom of the row. Yeah, we are. Can you imagine those guys? I, I used to play professional sh- sport when I was younger. And before you left that change room, you, or you can watch them even now when they're walking down the thing onto the field, they're like, <laughs> I'd like to. Does that make them play better? Like they're running and the guy's in front of them. I'm going to tackle you now. (laughs) What's that all about? (laughs) I can do this. Joshua must have been standing. I can do this. No, it's all like, what? Hey, it's so nice to be back with you guys. So nice to hear you laughing. Really, it is. Patty hasn't laughed much over the last month because we took three weeks leave and they were on lockdown. <laughs> Tight lockdown. So we just spent our life sleeping. <laughs> and, and, and we needn't have actually taken leave to do that because we weren't able to work. But you know what, guys? Whatever it takes, if you've got to... In the name of Jesus. I know sometimes it's, it's like, oh, that's like old school. I tell you what, I am old school. Sometimes when I've got to, if I want the Lord to move, it's not that He needs me to do what I do. It's me that needs to do what I'm doing. In the name of Jesus. Whoa, look at it go over. Actually, I've, I've had an easy laugh when it comes to that. Patty, when the Spirit of the Lord is really, I just go like this. And she whoop, Or she starts. Her legs go, wee. Hey, babe. God wants us to take possession. When he was watching Israel go in, to Canaan, he wanted them to take possession. He didn't want them to just occupy. Because you know what happens when you occupy? You get, come, you get people that come and take it away from you because it's not yours. But when you take possession, when you buy a house, it's your house. When you rent a house, they can kick you out if they want it. God does not want us to be squatters. He wants us to own what He gives us. I want to say to you this morning, 
You know what? It's, it's, it's normal to have fears. It's normal. It's normal to go through fear in your life. There are times when you fight it. I, I had a son that when he was young, he was so fearful. He, he, he couldn't sleep at night. And so he used to come running through to our bed, and I used to say, this is my marriage bed. Back to your room. And then he'd go back to his room, and then about another half an hour, he'd come running through again. So eventually I'd fold the duvet and put it on the floor. I'd tell him, not sleeping in my bed, but you can sleep there if you want to. Tell me the scripture we taught him, babe. Set him free. 1 Timothy. <laughs> I have not given... Yeah, baby. And honestly, I used to walk through that night sometimes before I went to bed and I'd hear him. One, Timothy, what's it? One, six, seven, something like that. I've not given you a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power. Dad, I've got a spirit of power. I said, that's it, my boy. And you know what? It took like six months and we didn't see him in our room again. The Word of God sets people free, including children. We have Daniel. Uh, you all know the story of Daniel where they say, you are not allowed to pray. Daniel 6, you're not allowed to pray. And if anyone prays, we're going to put them into the lion's den. So Daniel, he's not worried about that. He starts praying. They catch him. They, they take him through to the king. And, and what is this? It's... it's there's a question, are we going to be full of courage or are we going to compromise? Courage, compromise. Where am I going? What am I going to do? When you've got a lion's den on that side, it's quite easy to compromise if you're not strong in the Lord. But you know what? Let's, let's jump over to the New Testament. Acts 4.13. I don't know if I wrote that scripture down. I thought... Acts 4.13, you got the, the disciples, they've been preaching, and the Pharisees and the Sadducees, do you know the difference between a Pharisee and a Sadducee? A Pharisee believed in the resurrection, and the Sadducees didn't, and that's why they were Sadducees. That's how I remember it. But they, they saw these guys. Acts 4.13, it says, Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated, common men, they were astounded and they recognized they had been with Jesus. That's what made the difference. They had been with Jesus. So anyway, they call them in and they beat them up. And you can go and read that in Acts 4.13 further on. It says... Courage, I'm saying courage and boldness because they preached the gospel in spite of what they'd been told to do. They were, had spent time with Jesus and they were able to accomplish what he had set them out to do. God equips us through his word and his spirit. I, I might sound like I'm repeating myself, but I'm speaking to myself as well this morning. Sometimes you, you get down and you, you, you in a rush, you read the Word, you tell God what you need for the day, and you put the CD on in the car as you go to, as you go to um, work. 
I want to say to you, my emphasis on my quiet times is actually just when I sit there, when, I, when this time starts, and I sit there, say, Lord, I open myself now to you, Lord. And then you've got to concentrate because the dog barks and Patty brings coffee and you've got to know, Lord, I'm focusing on you now. Nothing is going to take my focus off you. Switch your phone off. Do all the things that you can to not be distracted. And I, I, I'm feeling this morning that God is uh, wanting to, to just come this morning and to actually minister to folk here. I'm, I, I believe that the, God has got some things for you that will bring you into a place of freedom. And it's only by His Spirit that this can happen. So, Lindy, I wonder if you'd come and... And this morning, just as I begin to pray, if you feel that, hey, Lord, this is an area that I need you to work in my life, Or maybe this morning you just need courage. There are things that are facing you. And you're thinking, hey Lord, I need you to be with me. So just quieten yourself now. Even if, even if your children are with you, if your family is with you, that's fine. Just quieten yourself this morning. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Lord, many of us have been under prolonged attack in many areas of our life, financially, physically. And I just think, if you look at a pot, a clay pot, when you fill it with water, it's not like a normal pot. It actually leaks. The water begins to run out through that pot. And you end up with this little puddle where you don't want it. But I think God says to us that we are like clay pots. We are... Uh, we are in a place of maybe walking in dryness, maybe having not replenished what needs to be replenished. And this morning, God wants to just come and give you a little, like those uh, paddles they put on your heart, and just break open what He has for you. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. So I wonder if, if no one looking around, if you have any area where the Holy Spirit can minister to you today, I wonder if you could just stand. I want to pray for you. I want to trust God that we're not able to just be together, but that we're able to receive from God as we gather together.
Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I want to say to you that I believe it takes courage to respond to God when no one else is responding around me. It actually takes courage to say, I just need a touch from God today. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. So, Lord, I just come right now, Lord. I come right now, Lord. Yes, 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 Lord. Yes,